Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I am still John. And today it is episode 10 of season one of Transformers Animated. It is sound and fury. This episode was written by Henry Gilroy, and the last time on Transformers Animated, Optimus Prime and Sentinel left Alita 1 behind on a mission where she turned into the evil black arachnid. Mm. And in this episode, Balk and Sari are suddenly best friends. Yep, it's Sari's uh, construction date celebration, and we're <laughs> downtown at Wyatt's Tour Store, had to go somewhere and Bulkhead's going to get her something and she wants something loud and what the fuck is this? Oh, the short answer is basically it's Mitzelplex or Mixelplex or whatever, you know, the, the little shit guy who, who uh, annoyed the Justice League. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this is, a, this is actually Professor Princess, I guess. <laughs> this it's, is bullshit is what this is. Yeah. It's a girl, like a, like a four-year-old girl riding on a flying toy horse or it's a unicorn i guess and she just appears out of thin air and launches a missile at the toy store oh yeah she's none of this makes sense this feels like somebody who was in the writer's room with the bit remember the uh, little green arrow kind of guy who optimus fought yeah over? this feels like somebody who was in the writer's room watching that get written or reading for that was like you know what i like it but it needs more cocaine <laughs> Because this is like some coke and fueled fucking dream. I don't know what this is. Because, yeah, she's blowing up a toy store and then attacking Bulk, yelling. It doesn't even fucking matter. No, she's here to save them from violent toys. And I guess she thinks Bulk has just a giant violent toy. And, yeah, she lo- knocks him on his ass shooting exploding stuffed toy cats from a rocket launcher. It's like. But yeah, Sari's had enough. She uses her key to turn the stereo equipment in this broken window up to 11 and starts blasting slash monkey or whatever bandit is some generic shitty heavy metal the only good thing or important thing about professor princess is that they take her out they blow up her unicorn but megatron sees this happen somehow and takes note of the key again and realizes she's not putting it to good use i could put it to a good use and then bonehead comes into his lab and he's got spark plug with him and uh i guess spark plug was sari's birthday present last year and she's already bored with him and he wants to make sari a present and megatron's like oh man i can help with that yeah he's got an idea for a musical robot apparently and then we go to a park where the party is being held sari's there with bonehead and uh she's She's drinking, oh man, this kid, she is so socially ignorant, I don't know. Anyway, the only kids who are showing up to the birthday party are Sumdax employees' children, who all hate her anyway, but when they show up, she's drinking this punch and just goes, ugh, I don't like it, and spits it back into the punch bowl. I wouldn't want to be your friend either. They all turn to leave, but then the Autobots just show up and... I guess the party's on, and now we're swinging at a pinata of a purple dinosaur. Like it's Barney, I guess. I don't know. But Surrey keeps missing, and Ratchet's like, yeah, fucking smack it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's really encouraging her. <laughs> and Bulkhead's like, me too. So he puts on a blindfold, or he covers his eyes, and just, you know, because he's Bulkhead, storms through and tramples everything, like gazebo included, uh, <laughs> destroys the whole park, 
And Ratchet kind of rags on him. And then to save the day... Actually, okay, before we get on with the, the Autobot rides, this is where it feels real forced that they were like, okay, let's make both Sari and Bulkhead outsiders so it makes sense they're their friends. But we've had nine episodes establishing Sari and Bumblebee as friends. Yeah. So this, what's this like Miko Bulk shit that they're playing with us all of a sudden? But yeah, the Autobots transform, the kids get in and away they go and... Sari doesn't think they like her, and Balka doesn't think they like him either. And to cheer her up, Dr. Sumdak suggests opening presents. Although before we get to the presents, I did like that one of the kids runs up to Optimus and is like, say it, say the line. Yeah. And he's like, uh, transform <laughs> and roll out. Yeah. Like, Yay. Okay. It, this episode actually has a couple little self-aware bits. But yeah, Sumdak calls Sari over. Oh, Balk is going to give her this little dinky-doo xylophone. But Sumdak call, uh, calls her over and pulls this uh, cloth off, a big present. And it's a giant truck. Stick. Oh, truck. All right, here's your delivery. Sign here. What is this? Oh, let me check the manifest. Looks like a sound wave. That can't be sound wave. The box is too small. Yes, it is small. Any other series would probably have them in a much larger and impressive box. The box itself is very ill-conceived. This box is almost disrespectful to the very idea of Soundwave. Yes, it is true that the box is disappointing. Very disappointing. Yes. The box. Yes. Not Soundwave. Sign here. Yeah, so this is Soundwave. He uh, spins and has lights on the top of his head and whistles and, you know. Sorry, thinks this is the best present ever. And oh, my God. Bulkhead just puts his little xylophone thing back in his chest and walks away. So then we go, I guess it's been a couple days, and we're in Sari's room, and, and Soundwave is still spinning around like a top and playing music. And it's... Man, it's I whatever. She's still excited about him, but wants him to be cooler. So maybe the key will do something. Even though the last episode and then like this, it's been beat into her head of like, don't abuse this key. This is somebody take the fucking key away from her. But she uses it and he starts zapping around and shoots her back onto her bed right up against the wall. And she's like, wow, this is awesome. Whatever she says. And but uh, then. Bulkhead just comes up to her window like he's using his grappling hook like a elevator, I guess. And he's like, hey, where you been the last few days? Um, and she's been hanging out with Soundwave. Yeah. And we have a cutaway to Megatron who, you know, he fucking monologues a lot in this episode. But mm. he's he's basically saying, ha ha, little child, little do you know that every time you turn the key, Soundwave gets stronger and soon I'll use him to have a new body. <laughs> Commercial break. And when we come back, Sari's still dancing away, and she gives Soundwave another crank of the key, but Bulkhead just knocks the key out, and he's like, do you sure using the key on that thing is a good idea? And he points out all the other wacky shenanigans using that key on other things has gotten them into before. Yeah, she relents and agrees, okay, but hey, you owe me a birthday ride, don't you? It's always me, me, me with this kid. But he's like, yeah, sure. So they, she gets in and they start to rappel down and then Soundwave moves a bit and Bulkhead sticks his head up and goes, did he? No, couldn't have been. And goes away, but he's seen Soundwave move. He knows that he's a robot that can move, so... Whatever. But now it's nighttime and Sari's asleep in her bed and Soundwave starts reaching for a key, but then she wakes up and wonders how he moved from the floor to the end of her bed while he was shut off. But 
Uh, who cares? Yeah, no, no sense in questioning anything further if that was safe. She just wants to power him up and play dance music at, I don't know what, two in the morning? Three in the morning. Fucking Christ. <laughs> you just hear them banging on the wall. Turn it down. But uh, yeah, she wants him to play music, but none of the buttons work, so she uses her key again. Uh, yeah, and that works. I guess he needed a boost of power. Um, but then he releases some sonic wave signal. Uh, and it it powers up spark plug uh welcome back Carterbot, and a roomba i guess <laughs> that's what I, just read my line word for word but uh, yeah sorry thinks this is awesome and megatron thinks it's unexpected and sorry goes to her rotary phone to call yeah, Bulk what the plug? you think my phone is old <laughs> <laughs> yeah really uh so she anyway she called actually when i first saw the rotary phone i thought oh she's just gonna push like it's buttons and not really a rotary phone they just drew you know because it's the future no she spins it like a fucking rotary <laughs> phone the struggle was real <laughs> yeah she called bulkhead and is like hey sound waves even cooler let's go to the park and hang out but while she's talking sound wave sends a little cable out very reminiscent of prime even though prime came afterwards um plugs into the phone and starts to imitate bulkhead's voice yeah and this bulkhead's voice tells her you know get bent and hey you should use that key some more on that sound wave thing you think he's so fucking great <laughs> sorry's like all right fine fuck you hangs up bulkhead back at autobot hq is like what happened i don't know and he has a little bit of a talk with optimus it doesn't really matter uh because then we go to the park and now it's daylight all of a sudden yep and sar <laughs> okay i don't even know what's happening here she is having a dance party there's her it's there's the sound waves. Citron. <laughs> yeah it really is there's welcome back Carterbot. there's i don't know a couple dozen people and then four dump trucks playing each other like drums yes and it's even like the Junkions, like they, they switch roles. One yeah. stands up and then the other one's the drum. Oh <laughs> boy, good. oh boy. There's some good ecstasy at this rave. <laughs> um, so Bulkhead shows up to save Sari and he's insistent that uh, Shock, sorry, not Shockwave, Soundwave is evil. Yeah, he's not what she thinks he is and they start arguing and Megatron thinks it's time to end this friendship and Soundwave transforms his shoulder cannon thing, like the, exactly the thing the G1 toy had and it aims at Sari's back with like the laser thing bulkhead sees this and just grabs him just as the other autobots arrive yeah seeing that blaster come up i was like oh finally something okay something good is going to happen but no because those autobots arrive and i don't know why they're all there but they are and immediately that blaster just turns into like because bulkhead grabs him he's like see he's gonna shoot her and it turns into like a little trumpet (laughs) (laughs) but sam waves arm breaks and he falls from bulkhead's grip and Sarah uses her key to repair him, and everyone starts dancing again, so the Autobots roll for home. So did they all show up just to say, Bulkhead, don't beat up Soundwave, and then, like, all go back? Because, whatever. (laughs) Um, So, uh, we then, okay, we have a little line with Megatron being like, oh, he's progressing faster than I thought he would. And then we go to the subway where Sari and Welcome Back Cotterbot and Soundwave are about to get on. As Megatron is sending a message to Soundwave saying, hey, return to base. But I was thinking, okay, that's great, but isn't it the same building? <laughs> like, just <laughs> keep going yeah, with yeah, Sir. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it would be. It would be. Isn't that building where Megatron is, too? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Sorry, and <laughs> welcome back, Cotter. Uh, they get on the train, but Soundwave refuses to follow her, and Sorry thinks, oh, that must be from all the damage Bulkhead caused that he's not obeying me yeah and you know what this would be if you could do a sound wave movie and actually do this with 
like treat it with respect. This would be an interesting origin story because he does have this moment here where he walks around the street observing robots being subservient to humans when he considers humans inferior, robots superior, and he legitimately becomes self-aware in this moment. Yeah, and uh, I guess Megatron gets on every TV screen in the store Soundwave happens to be facing and tells him, I'm your creator, and I also think humans should serve machines, but there's these pesky Autobots. <laughs> I do like that he is projecting his full body form, not his yeah, like half ripped it's apart head, just, same uh, yeah. as he did with Nanosec. Yeah, but uh, Soundwave's like, oh, illogical, the Autobots are machines, they can't be all that bad, and Megatron's like, yeah, yeah, they are, but they're traitors that serve the humans. So then Soundwave becomes the Pied Piper of Detroit. That did it. The Autobots must be destroyed, and Soundwave starts playing the organ music again, and now we see all these robots coming down the street, and they, they stop in front of them, and then they attach themselves to him, like with these little suction cup things and stuff, and he transforms into the bigger form that we saw in Megatron's plans from earlier. He still looks kind of stupid. Uh, but he starts talking about the Decepticon revolution or the machine revolution and commercial break. Mm -hmm. And when we come back, Soundwave transforms into vehicle mode. Like, He's a Honda element. He looks like a Honda element, or I don't know what it was <laughs> yeah. called, but the Scion SUVs. He looks like those, like a really boxy SUV. The cube thing that I think Nissan made. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's in vehicle mode. He starts playing the music again, and all the robots that hear him stop what they're doing to join him. Yeah, it's not just like little Roomba vacuum cleaner robots now. It's, you know, uh, bipeds walking around. And all of a sudden, like every robot that hears this beat just immediately wants to kill humans, like trains included. <laughs> well, even like the robot hot dog vendor, it takes off and the guy's like, hey, where's, where's my, my Frank? Frank? Like, yeah. I always thought that was the stupidest name for a hot dog, but either way, that's what they call it. But yeah, every automaton in town starts listening to Soundwave and the train sorry is on screeches to a halt because it's, you know automaton too and it tells the occupants to just die already and then we go live to the sammy davis jr hour feel like i'm made out of gingerbread uh-huh uh-huh uh -huh. crumb picking lip licking gingerbread yeah sammy's on the the news he's standing there in the street and all these robots are marching behind him <laughs> i like that none of them really take notice but he's he's just reporting and saying it's crazy man it's wild all these robots are attacking everybody oh shit even my camera bot hail satan as the like the camera just lunges at him and goes to static Did you notice the, the, the little thing on the Krem please stand by? Yeah, <laughs> on the standby message. Yeah, I, like, I said there were a couple of great nods, and that was just perfect. They like you. That is a joke that only a Transformer fan would really get, and they didn't explain it. Mm, great reference. But then we go to the Autobots who are watching this on TV because that's what they always do. And Bulkhead recognizes that beat. Yeah, he recognizes that song as sound waves. And back with Surrey. Tutorbot, welcome back, Otterbot, is carrying carrying her down a subway tunnel because, you know, he's an automaton too, so he's under Soundwave's control. And they get to Soundwave, who is telling all the robots that their time has come at last. And she's like, I liked you better when you danced for me. <laughs> but okay, so why did he take Sari there? Like, did he need, I, they don't really ever say that he needs the ring or the ring, the key, whatever. Uh, the Autobots arrive on the scene very quickly and are like right above where sound wave is and all of a sudden all of these little automatons and robots start coming up to attack them and they don't 
really pose a threat. No, because Optimus, Prowl, and Bumblebee, they all get their battle masks on and they pair off and Bulkhead is the on man out and he just grabs a car and throws it <laughs> into the approaching police drones. That takes them out and they start fighting the robots and like they're really fucking them up. Like at one point, Prowl does Kung Lao's fatality from Mortal Kombat 2 to one of them, like splits him in half the long way. Oh yeah, these are not a threat. So Soundwave starts to fuck with their communications and mimics their voice to each other so they get distracted starts to get and they start to get their their butts kicked and bulkhead figures it figures it out that you know someone's messing with us someone who can mess with sound and he just rips up a grate just a random grate in the street and jumps into the subway exactly where sorry and Soundwave are. Yeah, th- this episode, I think it's time to say this episode doesn't really care about, you know, like getting from point A to point B or traveling. Yeah, <laughs> point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this isn't A to B to C. This is A to M, back to F to Z <laughs> to purple and then to green and then to three. Uh, but yeah, he's right there. And we have this whole bit where, uh, you know, you've seen it in shows before. The bad guy says, why don't you join me? And then the good guy says, you know what? I will. Bill, wink, wink, gets close enough and then clocks Soundwave. Oh, it looks fucking painful because he basically just disintegrates. Yeah, pretty much. It is kind of neat where, like, yeah, Bulkhead with his um, wrecking ball punches Shockwave or fucking Soundwave in the chest. And then from behind, you see Soundwave kind of just start to fracture and crack. And then, yeah, kaboom. And back up on the streets, the robots all go back to normal and... Back with Sari and Bulkhead, she asks if they're still friends. And he's like, yeah, we're still friends. And they do the fist bump that they did from earlier. And, he, and earlier, he pretended that it hurt her when they did the fist bump. But he legitimately breaks her hand here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's pulsating and throbbing. Yes. Uh, so so they have, um, there's a little bit about uh, Megatron watching them. They play the xylophone in the park. That's cute. Megatron watches them. She's got a cast on her hand. Yeah. <laughs> he just monologues about stuff. Um, and, and nobody... Nobody in Detroit is at all concerned that every single robot tried to kill humans. Well, so much for giving her key arrest, she didn't even go one episode. Anyway, Megatron's plan is to give Sari a musical robot with the expectation that she'll start using her key on it to make it even better so it'll eventually, after multiple exposures to the key, evolve into something he can use as a new body. It's a long walk, and he almost gets there. But why wait for Sari to turn the key enough times? That could take a while, and there's always a chance she'll get bored of Soundwave before he's evolved to the extent you want him. You already know she got bored with the dog. As soon as Sari sticks the key in Megatron, have Soundwave start running away and cranking the thing like crazy until he morphs into the level you want him. Then have him sprout wings or jetpacks or roller skates and get the hell away from her and back to you. If you're gonna move into his head anyway, he has to come to the lab at some point, might as well be now, and he can even bring the key with him. At the very least, just do the old switcheroo. As soon as she uses it on him, start him spinning and swinging around all fancy crazy. And while she's dancing away, do some prestidigitation. You can look that word up and switch it out for a plain old key. You built an entire robot in less than a day. Surely there's still some time to make a fake key. Like, there's got to be some offcut from the sheet metal. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. The next episode Paul and I are going to review is Lost and Found. If you want to see two guys who should just get lost, you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at pmacpherson1. Yeah, and if you can find the time, you can uh, rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, whatever you found us on, and uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later.
pesky Autobots.